podcast for hairdressers. Hi, you guys. Welcome back to season two, episode one of Just Jay-Z. I cannot believe we're on season two already. This is so crazy. It feels like we just started the podcast yesterday, but episode one of season two is going to be something that has been highly anticipated. We actually talked about this back in October on our Instagrams, and we've been meaning to film this episode, but we already had all of our episodes for season one lined up, so we decided to make this episode one of season two and start it off with a bang. So today's topic is something I might be a little scared to talk about. I'm However, petrified. yeah, we're going to get eaten alive. However, when there is something going on in the hair industry, especially when it's trending, we love to talk about it as an open conversation and get opinions from our followers. This is all information that we have obtained through news articles, Facebook, Instagram, and by no means are we saying that this is all factual or 100% valid. This is only things that we have heard through reading about them and hearing from other sources. You can probably guess what today's topic is by the title of this podcast, but before we officially announce it, we do want to start off by saying we are not here to bash any company or anyone's way of making a living. We want today to be an open discussion about something that's going on in our industry and to not come across as negative, harsh, or degrading to anyone who sells or uses these products. Today, we are going to be talking the Monate debate. The reason we call it the Monate debate is because Monate hair care products are all over the internet, and I know most of you have heard about them, whether it be good or bad. Most likely, you have an opinion on it, especially if you are a hairdresser. The reason we started talking about this on our Instagram stories is we did see an article that was circulating a few months ago called The Attorney General Cracks Down on Monate Hair Care Claims in the Wake of 13 Investigations. In this article, they talked about how consumers said this product line made their hair thinner, fall out, or left scabs on their scalp. It was also said that there have been over 800 consumer complaints across the country. I went on my Instagram story, posted the article, and asked my followers to share their experiences while doing a coffee with Jesse talking about my view of these products. We got a ton of replies and we have a ton to talk about, so let's get started. So we're going to talk a little bit about this article and then also kind of read what our followers said about it. But I first wanted to talk about our opinions on this article and Monate in general. So Stu, what is your opinion about Monate first off and then what the article said? Uh, This is a tough one because I've never used Monate products before. I don't know if they work great or if they work like I don't really know anything about the actual products. As far as like MLMs go, I feel like here in Utah, they're huge. Everyone does them. And especially when it comes to Monate, I feel like it's really like probably like the country and more places are like so big on it. And I like personally, I went to a Nevada school and I love Aveda and their products and everything, but they were really pushy on us to like sell, make product sales. Like at the end of the service, you have to get a basket and do the basket program where you put every product you used on this client. And you're basically like, I'm sending you home with all this stuff, like purchase it. And I am not a product pusher at all. Like I know like that can seem like a little contradicting too. Cause I'm like, Oh, buy our classes, swipe up and watch my video. <laughs> like I know like that. But when you're promoting yourself, it's a little different. Yeah. And so, but like whenever it comes, I'm like, you know, just use a good shampoo that's hydrating and sulfate free. Like I'd rather just say that and be like, this is the only thing that's good. Mm-hmm. It's more of like the concept of just like how market partners are that yeah. I don't like. I don't know a thing about the products. Like I said, but it's just like, I can't stand it when someone's like, pushing something so hard every day yep. messaging you. Hey, I love your page. You are just so cute. I'm like, Oh, thanks. Ha ha. I love your page too. Just checked it out. 
And then it's like, you know what? You would be great for this business. I'm like, oh, no, I, I wouldn't. <laughs> no, I wouldn't. Get away from me. Get away from me. And it's so much as like, I want to like instantly block that person. But I'm not, like I said, like, I'm not here to like be like, it's just not for me. No. By any means. What and about I, you? I agree. I feel like I've used Monate one time and it was because someone was trying to get me to sell it with them. So they like sent me all this product and I don't know much about it. I didn't use it long enough to even know anything, but I have a really bad taste in my mouth because of MLMs just like you. So yeah. I think that's why us and most hairdressers feel this way is because people get really pushy with MLMs. You know, they'll be very complimentary and like message you and harass you at the beginning and then be like, you should join my team even if you tell them no like I've told so many people I have like four businesses on my own I don't have time and they're like well this is just another way you can make residual income and I'm like I don't have time like they just don't listen yeah and I, while you sleep I'm like well guess what when Jesse's asleep <laughs> and at Utah at 10 p.m. there's people ordering hair in Alabama I bet. <laughs> residual income <laughs> but the funny thing is um the main reason I don't love it is because anyone can sell it and mm-hmm. I think this is what a lot of hairdressers have a problem with is whether you're licensed or not, you can sell Monet and it's kind of a slap in the face to our industry because we spend so much time and money investing in school and our education to learn about products and to be able to retail these products and make money off of them. And that's a big part of our industry. And so for hairdressers out there who are now just selling Monet and getting everyone they can on their team, it's like a cash grab because they're just trying to get people under them to make more money. And they clearly don't care about their customers or their hair license at all because they're kind of going over against everything we've learned as hairdressers. So for me, it feels very like unethical, I guess, because we have to get these licenses to be able to sell these products. So why is money different? Yeah. Don't you feel the same? Um, hundred percent. It is like, it, it is like stressful whenever you have like, or someone follows you and then they, like I said, and then if I do go check them out in their bio, it's like, a pharmacy technician by day, but hair consultation expert by night. And I'm like, you don't know anything compared to me just because you like don't have this knowledge or the experience or you didn't go to school and spend like 1200, 1600, 2000 hours, whatever it is in your area. And it is just like almost like, Oh, I know more than you because I took a online training on zoom with 40 other people that's on this team. And I know everything about hair now. And it is funny too. My favorite part is um, it's almost like, this is going to sound mean, but like, it is a little <laughs> bit like funny whenever they're like, you can see your cuticle looking better. And I'm like, well, first of all, your cuticle is translucent. So I don't it. know. <laughs> that is a marketing ploy. Yeah. Well, the funny thing to me too is, yes, they sign up to be a market partner and they get training through Monet, I'm assuming. But that doesn't mean that they're trained in hair. They didn't do the education all of us hairstylists did. So it's kind of scary to me that like they're selling these products to people and they're probably recommending things that they just heard through Monet as a company, but mm-hmm. they don't know in depth about hair like that cuticle thing you just mentioned like if they knew then they wouldn't have said that so it's scary that they are out here just like recommending things to people without knowing like what they're actually talking about and uh another thing that bothers me is because people will spend like 200 300 whatever it is a ton of money on these products and they'll be like oh this is gonna fix my damaged hair and i'm like well the only thing that's gonna fix it is a 60 dollars haircut with me you have to take it off for it like you can't like once something's broke you really can't fix it no you have you can't repair it you have to just cut it off and baby it and start over yep and the funny thing is in this article it talks about things that the attorney general is now requiring of monate and i love that we reference this article because it's not just hearsay it's actual facts and it does talk about how they're not allowed to 
make false claims anymore. And one of the biggest false claims Monate has made in the past was that your hair goes through a detox process and that's why people would lose hair or get scabbing on their scalps or all these scary things that have happened. And they're actually not allowed to say that anymore, which means it was a marketing ploy for when people were having bad things happen. So I think that's good, you know, like not saying that Monate should be shut down because every business has a right to be here and good for them for like going for it and becoming very well known. Um, I do think it's funny when market partners fight back and they're like, we're the leading North American hair care company. And it's like, yeah, because you're an MLM. You have so yeah. many people under you. So of course you're going to be the leading, but that doesn't mean it's the best. Exactly. And I'm really glad that they can't make false claims anymore. So I did get a few responses to my story when I did a coffee with Jesse on this. So I wanted to give some opinions that we got from our followers. So it's not just us talking. So I'll read some of mine. Um, And some of them agree with and some of them I don't, but I wanted to share everything because I think that all sides should be heard here. Um, So one says hair products should only be sold by licensed hair professionals. I'm a dental hygienist and it bothers me when people get their teeth whitened by someone who isn't a dental professional. The whitening progress. The whitening products aren't regulated by the ADA, so anyone can get them, and that can be dangerous. I feel the same way about hair care. I think that's a good point. That is actually such a good point, and it kind of does make me upset when I, when I feel like someone really does need something. I'm like, girl, you got to stop using whatever you're getting from um, Target because it's going to like ruin your extensions because yeah. it's full of sulfates and it's going to dry your extensions out. And they won't spend like thirty bucks on shampoo with us or however much it is, but yeah. they'll spend like three hundred somewhere else. Uh, especially money because they yeah. have all these magical claims, so they'll drop like hundreds, thinking it's going to just like transform their hair. And another thing I hate is like I've seen a lot of money people like put down extensions and be like, "You don't need extensions <laughs> right. if you have money." And I'm like, no matter if money is like a miracle product or not, some people's hair will never grow past a certain point, mm-hmm. or it will never be as thick as extensions can get you. You don't need extensions only because your hair is damaged some people actually will need them because their hair physically can't give them the results yep. extensions can so i also hate that <laughs> okay another one says i hate mlms because the only reason people sell it is to make more money for themselves i never really like supporting businesses with no true passion behind them and that's just me i work hard for my money so just because you're not happy with the compensation at your place of work why should i give you my money in exchange for a shitty product like no hate but go get a legit part-time job <laughs> true oh that was a little harsh but i kind of agree with it well if you think about it like i do feel like i've seen a lot of hairdressers promote monate in the way of stop working behind the chair you know like they almost Mm. promote it in a way of like you don't have to work anymore just sell this shampoo exactly for me i'm like then why are you a hairdresser like if you are not wanting to be behind the chair then don't sell hair products like you should just want to be passionate about all assets of your job you know yeah and that's like going into like back to where we were saying it's like i feel like it's very like ingenuine whenever someone's just like you have to do this you have to sell this this is what's going to make or break you like Stu styles is going to a next level Mm -hmm. if he starts selling this shampoo and i'm like no that's not gonna sitting on my phone messaging you guys i love doing that but messaging you just to like make an income that's yeah. not what i want to do like if i want something i guess i have to like go and work for it just like everyone else like yeah jesse didn't get here like build her following <laughs> and get her freaking fifteen thousand square foot salon by like harassing anyone online like no. it's just hard work at the end of the day that's going to pay off yeah and i think you brought up a good point when you said like oh i know we like we sell our classes and stuff but mm-hmm. you have to think of it as like we're really passionate about the education we give and we yes we want you to sell our classes but because you give us that one class fee you're going to be making more money the rest of your career yep. but we're not making more money off of you we're just making that one time fee so i don't feel like mm-hmm. we're trying to harass people yeah. whereas with monate it's or like, like lock them can- in for a year with the little um yep. contracts or like whatever it's called a uh, flex 
ship. Is that what it's called? Probably. I, I don't no even idea. know. Dang, I didn't do my research. <laughs> but I think that sounds familiar. Um, another one said, I've just heard more bad things than good. I know someone who personally had their hair fall out, and I believe they put way too much keratin in their products, which can cause a keratin overload. Too much of a good thing. But I completely agree with you. I just don't like the idea of MLMs. That's interesting. I don't know much about their ingredients, but too much keratin is a bad thing. We know that about any product we use. So yeah. that could be part of the problem. Um, um, I feel like it would almost be because like a Brazilian blowout is a keratin treatment. It almost be getting like a Brazilian blowout every single day. Ooh, when you're washing your hair. Yeah. yeah. You know, you're supposed to do it. Like, what is it? It's every three months. Yeah. Like you need to be careful about that. It's like a perm every 90 days, which yep. something I found interesting about this is like a lot of the claims are that people are lose have hair loss or like losing hair. And that's like interesting to me because I've never in my experience <laughs> or like growing up in my mom's salon, I've never heard anyone come in and say, this shampoo made me lose hair or made me gave me no. a bald spot or anything. Like, I don't know what could be in it. And uh, they, I feel like Monate stands for modern nature and they're yeah. apparently like all like natural ingredients in their products and everything. But I see, I think like she was saying like a keratin overload. I feel like they have like an overload of everything. Cause when I was looking at the ingredients, I, it was just like this oil, that oil, this oil, like uh, 500 million different oils, which mm-hmm. can be a great thing but if they're good. Too much of a good yeah. Thing. But, um, also like if you have like, just like a pinch of like, let's just say like someone has a peanut allergy and there's a pinch of peanut oil, I'm not saying that's in their product. Like that's where I feel like something yeah. can come across the line of like them losing hair or them, having a bad reaction or getting a scab because it's almost like their scalp's having an allergic reaction to the shampoo. Well, and you bring up a good point. If they are so like about modern nature and like everything's supposed to be so good for you, why is it causing this? Because Mm -hmm. even if you say, okay, someone's using Dove shampoo or whatever, we know that's crappy, but it's not giving them sores. It's just giving them a lot of wax buildup on their hair. But Monet's giving people sores and causing hair loss. Like that's like a whole other level. That's not just us being like, don't buy crappy stuff. That's like you're risking your scalp and your hair health. That's yeah, scary. That is scary. Um, This one's kind of controversial. I'm going to not say the name that they said, but I'm just going to read this message I got. Um, So someone said, the one and only blank guilted me into buying Monet. It was in the middle of quarantine in Washington state, and I was out of Diet Dr. Pepper in the whole state, my ride or die. I saw on her story bragging about her house and that she had a can of Diet Dr. Pepper. We got to talking and she offered to ship me a case for free. Anyway, long story short, I never received the soda and now I'm stuck in the flex ship. Oh, what you said. Yep. Um, and can't get out of it since I haven't heard from her since. She hasn't checked to see how I like it or don't like it. Nothing. I used to look up to her and now I can't stand her. I am so glad I have incredibly gifted and talented people like you to look up to. Been following you and I'm so glad I do. I got well, that you. same message from you her. Did? I thought it was so funny because it was. I was just like, that's like an example of it being yes. ingenuine. Like, oh, let's bond over Diet Dr. Pepper. But guess what? Now that I've gotten what I wanted from you, I'm not going to. And I'm not saying every yep. single market partner is like this. I have a girl that attended our classes and she's actually really passionate about the um, products. And we've had Emily from Arizona on our podcast and she sells it. She's like, you know what? Like it could be the wrong fit for you. Just like anything else, like any too much of anything, like, especially if it's done with the wrong way with hair. Like if you, if you're not like coloring hair or Mm -hmm. doing extensions, right. Anything can be damaging to your hair. Yeah. But um, it's just like, and I just like wanted to say, like, I'm not saying every, 
person is like this that sells medic, but it's yeah. just like the ingenuinality, if that's a real word, about it drives me insane. Yeah. And I well, feel like that's my problem with it. Me too. And I have to say, Emily is the ideal person to sell Monet. Yes. I love that we had her on. If you guys um, want to listen to that episode, we will link it in the show notes. But Emily's a salon owner in Arizona. She is so passionate about color extensions. She also sells Monet, but she is not pushy. She nope. sells it to the people who are interested, but she's not giving up her career to sell it. Like she's yeah. doing it hand in hand. And I feel like I respect that. Yeah, so she has like a salon and a brand and like, yeah, uh, she's working behind the chair, like long hours, crazy days. Like I respect homegirl. And me then she, I remember her telling us, she was like, I tried it for a long time just to be like, okay, let me actually get an opinion about it because you, it's such a thing on social media. And like a lot of hairstylists either love it or they hate it. And then people who are outside of the hair world are like, uh, I don't know. Like if I, um, should buy it or not. I kind of hear bad things, but I hear a lot of good things and I see them like putting it on toast and it's not damaging toast. And like, they don't know, like go put mayonnaise on toast and then put it in the toaster and it's going to do the same thing. Like any kind of barrier is going to like protect you from heat damage, whether it's toast or your hair, not saying to put mayonnaise on your hair, but they One just time see I read these... an article when I was little that Avril Lavigne used mayonnaise on her hair to get it super stick straight because she used to have that straight <laughs> yeah. hair. And I used to do it like religiously in eighth grade because I thought Avril Lavigne did it. Shut up. <laughs> but that's just another way. Your to, mom like, let you do that? I don't think she knew. I was just you like. You would just steal the mayonnaise? Literally, I would have mayonnaise in my shower and like, oh, this is going to give me Avril Lavigne hair. <laughs> oh, my God. But I don't even remember where I was going at with that. <laughs> Sorry. But... Well, you were kind of just saying like, even though they can market it this certain way, doesn't mean it's going to work. Yeah. But that's just like, I read this article. It doesn't oh, mean yeah. it's going to work. And it, so it, but basically, long story short, Emily was like, well, you know what? The only way I can actually get an opinion about it, because like there's so much stuff on social media, especially like 2020, it kind of sucks. Yeah. Episode two. But yeah. um, it, it's just like, I really respected that she took it, tried the products, tried all of them, the whole line, kept it to herself. Then she just said, hey, I'm posting this. If someone approaches me about it, yeah. I will do it. And like, I love that she... Because a lot of people don't know, like, if you buy the products, somehow I'll have to, like, honestly get more information on it. But she's, like, sponsoring a kid in a different country that's so in need. Cool. And I love that. Why you is don't, that not talked about? I know. It's just, like, a miracle grow for your hair. But, like, why don't we talk about, like, the good things that they're doing, too? And I feel yeah. like after talking to her, I had a lot more respect for Monet and, like, market partners and everything after yeah. hearing, like, other sides of the thing instead of just seeing what I see online. And that's just, like, my view of, like, someone just like harassing me to buy it. Well, and I will say I got a lot of responses that were negative towards money, but I did get a few people who were like, I sell it or I use it and I love it, but I'm not going to be pushing it on other people, yep. which is we exactly love how you. it should be. The yeah. world respects you for that. Totally. Like anyone who follows me, who uses money or sells it, like we said in the beginning, we are not trying to like bash your career or stop your income. If you're doing this to provide for your family or you truly love the products, more on you, like good yes. for you. Um, I think the reason I have a bad taste about it is because I had a personal experience with someone, <clears throat> my chandelier moment, <laughs> and mm-hmm. I know her because of YouTube and Instagram. And I started following her because I loved her tutorials. And then I did have like a personal bad experience with her, but leaving that out of it, I do feel like her whole platform has just changed to like Monate, 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 Monate. And I feel like it kind of like made me not want to follow her because of that. And I've heard a lot of people say the same thing. So I feel like if you follow someone who that's all they're about now, it can get a little much, you know, like exactly. obviously we're all about Jay-Z, but we still try to like post about other things and like talk about hair tutorials. And like, it's not like we're just like putting Jay-Z down your throat. Hopefully yep. you guys feel that way. But 
yeah, that's, it's definitely interesting. And I do think that it goes beyond more than just opinion when there are news articles and lawsuits and yep. multiple things coming out about it. So it's not just us that are saying this, it's the whole world. It is the whole I world. I don't know where this accent came from, but <laughs> that's like my voice of reason. That it voice. is. That's your, that's your mature logical. Yes. But yeah, we just kind of wanted to touch on this because it is a huge thing in our industry right now. And we're not trying to come after Monet. I am not trying to like start a battle with them. But I do think that it's important to touch on this because it's trending in our industry. And you know, Stu and I, if there's something trending, I'm going to talk about it on Coffee with Jesse. He's going to talk about it on Brewing with Stu and why not talk about it on the podcast. Um, but if anyone doesn't agree with us or you sell Monet and you don't agree, I would love to hear your reasoning for why unlicensed professionals can sell it and why you think that it's best that it's done in an MLM. Because in my point of view, if it was like this good of a product, it should be sold in beauty supplies or salon services, like all the respected hair care products are. Don't you think? A hundred percent. And you think it almost at this point would be there, but I don't know. Maybe it's like, I feel like a lot of it, a good selling point is like it's exclusively through my website. Yeah. A part of it too. You can buy it through me. Even though they're not shipping it, Monet's shipping it. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I get that like MLMs make way more money than like yeah. it would at a beauty supply. I understand that from a business sense. But if you want to have a good reputation in the industry, I almost feel like it needs to be the other way. So. Okay, you guys, so that is about it when it comes to Monet. We wanted to share our opinions, some of our followers' opinions. I will be honest, I really could only find negative messages I got, and that's why I only I read negative ones. <laughs> I feel like I was almost about to say, let's pause it and like go back and try to find some I things did. that are positives. I know, me too. Yeah, we were both like And I was like, it mostly is negative, and I hate to say that, but it is just like from what we've gotten, what yeah. information that we've obtained, but not that everything about money is negative. This is just what we've gotten from our platforms and and that's what we're sharing because we can really only share the feedback we get so all right so we've talked about that if we get messages about this after this episode comes out maybe we'll do a follow-up podcast based off of other information we get but we just wanted to talk about the information that we have right now so let's do peaks and pits all right let's talk peaks and pits i hate hearing myself say that (laughs) Okay, so my peak and pit for the week are the same thing. I got surgery a couple days ago. So if my voice sounds a little weird, that's why they put a tube down my throat for anesthesia. And I feel like I've been a little rough sounding since then. But I got my boobs done and I'm super excited because since I had my baby, this has been something I've wanted to do. They just had lost their volume. I refer to them as deflated water balloons and I just did not feel great. So they are perky, back to life. They're a little swollen. So I really can't wait to see them in a few weeks. But that's my pit or sorry, that is my peak because I've been wanting to do it for a while. But it's also my pit because I'm miserable. It's been (laughs) a rough recovery. The first night was the worst and it's getting better. I have more energy than I thought I would. Stu was like shocked. I actually wanted to podcast because it's only been like a day and a half. I was like, are you sure? And right. You overdo it. And her mom's always so hard. She's like, don't let her overdo it. And so I did momager's wishes. And I was like, are you sure? She's but like, no, like, let's laying do in it. The bed. Yeah. yeah. And you know me, I can't sit still. And just take my word for it. They look amazing. Yeah, they do. We love her new tattoos. And I vlogged the whole experience from like the consultation to the surgery to the post-op. Um, so that will be on my family channel. If you guys follow me on my personal page, I post about it all the time. So you can watch the video there. So that is my peak and pit for the week. What about you, Stu? Um, I think my peak and pit might be the same thing because I feel like 
it's Christmas time and I love Christmas. I feel like I haven't been this as festive as I usually am um, just because everything's been so crazy. And my mm. peak about it is that it's almost coming to an end because it's next week and we all know as hairdressers, like it's the craziest time of the year. Yeah. And so that's why it's my peak because it's like it's awesome seeing like all your clients travel before the holidays, like get making sure they look so good for their like Christmas cards or whatever it is that they're doing or their family events. But then it's my pit too, because I feel like I haven't had time to breathe mm-hmm. since we came home from Atlanta, which is two weeks ago. I've worked yeah. every single day, Saturday, Sunday, I've done hair every single day. Oh and I feel gosh. like I fell on, behind on a lot of things like the podcast. I haven't been in it as much. And like, yeah. I didn't post a YouTube video this week, but I filmed one today and I'm going to get good. it out. So I have Was one. Was it Alexa's hair? Yeah, Yay. it's a good one. And, um, just things like that. So I'm excited for the holiday rush to be over with and just get back to like normal business hours. Yeah. I always see that quote on social media. That's like, you do not know hard work until you're a hairdresser during the holidays. Exactly. (laughs) And it's true. So you get to get a break soon. I'm super excited for you. All right, you guys, so that is it for today's episode. Let us know what you think of this episode. You can always message us on Instagram if you would like to discuss. You can find both of our Instagrams in the show notes. But if you want to keep up with Jay-Z Styles in general, we are jayzstyles.co. My Instagram is jayz.styles and just jesse with four eyes. And my Instagram is stew.styles with a Z at the end. And we are so excited that we are officially on season two. When we started this little pipe dream, we had no idea that it would be such a hit or that we'd even get to season two. So we're really excited. We have a lot of exciting episodes and fun guests planned for this season, but we also love hearing your feedback. So if you guys want to hear a certain topic or hear from a certain guest star, please let us know so that we can talk about those things on the podcast. (laughs) I love you and I appreciate you guys. Season two is going to be way better. I feel like season one was us trying to like get our lives together, learning from our fails, learning like where we should record, where we shouldn't record. Can you hear the motorcycle going down the freaking (laughs) street? So I feel like season one was for learning and season two is going to be for just freaking fun. So we've got a lot of exciting ideas, like Jesse was saying, and I can't freaking wait. It's going to be amazing. So thank you guys so much for listening and we'll catch you on the next one.